Hold your tongue. Don't do it. Be Are nice. Are you ready to start the show with your good. old Jurassic Park pterodactyl in the face head looking ass? Yes, I'm ready to start the show with your old Michael Strahan working three different TV shows in the morning head face. Okay, ass. enough of that. Welcome back to the PLP podcast with your host, Carlos D. This is your girl, Christy. We are back once again, and we have a announcement to make. Um, for years, no, I, I started this podcast. Everybody knows it about me. I'm the face behind it, the motivational speaker, and I made all the designs. I made the logo. Brainchild and CEO. Brainchild and CEO. But ever since I started the podcast, somebody has been critical and shitting on my logo. Oh, wow. And her name is? Yours truly. Christy. She said it was low budget. It looked like shit. And I'm a piece of garbage because I'm not a good graphic designer. And I told her, I didn't go to college to be a graphic designer. I went to college to get this money. And I'm making a lot of that. I'm not an artist. So after months and months of insults, I finally went out of the way because her friend failed us and would not give us anything. That is not true. I can't wait to tell my side of the story. And I went to my good friend whose name I don't know if I can say or not say because I didn't ask for her permission. Let's give her an alias. Let's Purple call Butterfly her. is what I call okay. her. Because that's her right. Instagram name. Go check her out. Well, just, just give her all it's spelled information the way away. away. I asked her. I went to her and I said, yo, can, we, can you? She was a graphic designer artist by trade. That's her job. I said, we need some professional done. And she made us a new logo. You should know that, Spinel, because you will see a different logo than my beautiful hands <laughs> clutching each other in love and harmony. And we have a new logo now. So shout out to my homegirl for, for putting that together for us. Chris, do you want to tell people why you thought my logo was such a joke, my original logo, and why it was low budget and a piece of garbage? So let's just go back to the truth for a no, second. No, 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 no. Just asking the question. The truth? When I came here... You said I will be interviewing you and we could talk about what I want to talk about. We didn't say you can do whatever you want to do. I don't recall. However, what I do recall is in the beginning, yes, that was the logo that was selected for the podcast. However, over time, as we looked have and looked and listened to other people's podcasts and I was looking at some other logos, I thought, you know what? Let's just get this a little Why bit more polished. Why do we have to compare ourselves to other people? Why can't we be our well, own show? We're tra- we are our own show, but I just felt like the logo could be a bit more polished. Plus, backstory, the reason why, another reason why I thought we needed a new logo was for a while we couldn't get our podcast up on iTunes. That had nothing to do with the logo. It had to do with the size of the it, logo. But, is, is, that, it true? That's is it, it really true that you are just jealous that I'm more creative and I did more for the show and you just didn't want me to shine? Can you be honest? Is that I, the real fact of the that matter? That is not the real fact of the matter. Because that's what it seemed like someone you was hating from day one. Are you I, a hater? I was not hating from day yes one. Yes or no? Answer the question. Hater, yes or no? I am not a hater. Is it true you didn't want me to shine? Uh, incorrect. I always want you to shine and glow. Glow up. Glow up. That is anyway, my desire moving on. for you. No, I'm not finished my story. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, No, nah, so... Your friend did this in kind. The person I reached out to was going to charge us some money. And, and you he's know, a fuckhead. And we not, you know, we not making money like that off of this podcast. Speak to be for invested. yourself. I'm just not giving you any of the proceeds. <laughs> the proceeds. Audible.com. Oh. No. <laughs> All the money goes into my pocket. So thank you to Purple Butterflies. You did a wonderful job. Thank you. Thank you so much. Um, she actually made four logos. And she we made had four. To pick our best one. And we ended up liking the, the same one together. Pretty much. Pretty much. So the new yes. logo that we have now. Um, check it out. Let us know what you think if you feel like it. Or oh, don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah. Just do we it. We do care. So you will notice that change. Uh, anyway, with that business out of the way, find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, uh, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever great podcasts can be found. Please like, rate, review, and follow. You can also follow us on Instagram at the PLP Podcast, where Christy puts up the random things, and email us at the plp podcast at gmail.com yes and don't forget snapchat gfo jones still wait for them breast pics I haven't got one yet <laughs> but i'm not gonna give up hope i like breast and i will not apologize for that you like big breasts and you will not lie they don't gotta be big i'll take small breasts okay. medium-sized breast big right. round irregular size short tall well i don't know if breasts can be short or tall green yellow yeah, the color of the breast don't matter. Brown, cocoa, <laughs> vanilla, uh, Asian yeah, you like persuasion. Vanilla. 
Don't be don't be ignorant. Okay. Don't be ignorant. Excuse me. You you not you don't want me to shine no more. Uh, you, 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 you trying to be you trying to be petty again. I apologize. Whew. You about to be on probation. Okay. All right. Anyway, moving on. So you know how to find us. Hook it up with us. And now let's start the show. Let's start the show. Well, so this is my episode. I'm taking over again today, but just executive produced by Christy. Yes, yes. I'm taking so you know the show it's over be today. Not very good. Oh, don't say that. I'm you want kidding. me to shine too? I want right? you to shine. I'm not like you. I'm not a hater. So anyway, so this is something that Carlos and I end up talking about like quite frequently. Oh, excuse, me, excuse me. Excuse me. Excuse me. Yes. Uh, did you forget our one segment? Are we not doing this over oh, all this week? Wait a minute. But who? You just turned it over to me. So. I assumed you knew how our show worked. Dang. You've been doing this show you for always, seven months. You always pulling me to the carpet. Taking me to the carpet. Because at some point, I expect you to collar. improve your performance. Fine. Okay. I've had you on prob- a, a probation for over seven months. And you refuse to do any better. Okay. I'm going to give you, I swear, two more warnings and I will replace you. <laughs> No. Okay. Okay. So this is what happened. This is what I was supposed to do y'all. Let's back up. You all are familiar with our segment overreaction or gnaw, where we present a story to you and make a case for whether the public's reaction is an overreaction. Yes. This is an overreaction or no, not a big deal. I said all that to say, neither Carlos nor I have an overreaction or gnaw story. You for make this her the week. executive producer for one week, one solitary week, because you're just too busy with your own stuff to run the show for one week, and she fails on the first assignment. I That's did, another demerit. No, I, we. And but, you know what happens when you get four demerits? Uh, all right, Dwight. Dwight Schrute. So no, neither one of us have an overreaction or not. That was another reason why I kind of skipped over it. I actually, and I also forgot. So one and two, boom. But back to the. Topic. Are you running the clock? No. Am I supposed to be running the clock today? Ooh, just go. No, forget God. it. Forget it. No, forget I'm it. Doing everything. Forget it. Go on. Come on. You, you're wasting time. People got things to do. They ain't got time to hear this bicker. Um. Get to get to the show. Come on. Come on. I told you better than this. I told you better than this. You like to put people on the spot and throw them off track. We've been talking for like 10 minutes and I can't even get to the title and the, the subject of the episode. Come on, let's get it. So we're going to get it. Don't interrupt me this time. All right, I got you. So this is something that you and I have talked about a lot, like lately and over the years. And we thought that we should discuss it on the podcast today. So today's topic is about marriage and kids. And I think the main reason this comes up is that we're both in our 30s no, now. No, you know what would start this, honestly, with the what? kids part of it? But, no, you swore that kids nowadays can be disciplined, and I said it's impossible. Period. Nope. Back up. But okay, go ahead. We have talked about before, like in random ways. We've always come back to the topic of marriage and kids. And yes, the discipline topic is going to be a subtopic later mm. on in our discussion today. Okay. But but the I think the reason that it did come up again is that we know that we're both in our in our thirties, and when we've looked back at our parents' lives and our friends' lives, a lot of our friends are married. Or have kids already? No, that's not true at all. Oh, well, for maybe me, maybe your friends. Maybe yeah. my friends. You have um, one married. You have, I have one two married, married friends. Up, oh, see, one and two, and one one set have kids. I have one. Well, I have friends that are have kids, but they're not married. Mm-hmm. And then I have friends. I only have one couple who that I know that is married and have a. That's not in my family. I guess my family counts yeah. too. But yeah, I only have one friend who is married with a kid, and he just I, recently had that kid. So you and like. One other person are my only friends, but I, I won't even say that you're like my only friend that is not married and doesn't have kids. Really? Everybody else ha- is married with kids, or they just have kids, or they're a single parent. Okay, so okay. I'm like the only one that don't have kids. That don't have kids. Hmm. Have but you so, tried? Anybody shot that club up lately? Be honest. Let's, let's uh, get to the real tea. You know that you I always use protection and yourself. I'm a virgin. Oh yeah, I forgot. Anal doesn't count. Shut up. Oh my God. I can't even like get it. We only in the introduction. I'm joking. joking. Go ahead. So, but, and then I think we've talked about too, we were talking about this the other day, is that both of our parents, by our age that we are now, they already had kids. They were done, you know, having their kids. And now you and me, like where we are right now. I think. 
Right. Or close to it. So this is kind of like why the topic came up, because we were kind of looking at each other like, is something wrong with us or has times just changed? And we just wanted to like bring the topic and just let you all hear our, you know, points of view on being married and having kids. And so just doing my little research, because I did do my homework. I was looking at this article that said that millennials believe that education and economic accomplishments are extremely important milestones of adulthood. And they didn't necessarily name being married or having children as as being important to consider themselves an adult. And, And this is one. And I guess the first question to kick everything off is tell the audience how you feel. Do you want to be married? Why or why not? Oh, do I want to be married? Yes. I've struggled with this uh, through my adulthood. Earlier in my adulthood, I think... Well, back up. First of all, do you agree with that? Do you agree that... Like, do you not feel like an adult because you're not married yet or don't have children? I don't feel like an adult because I'm very immature. Okay. And I spend the majority of my life goofing off and being goofy instead of... True, true. Because I often see people... And and I'll see them and I'll say, how are we the same age? Mm Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm still a kid, but I feel, this person is like, you know, we, I'm successful as far as like work. I make a good living and all this stuff, but they like have families. They got like a settle, they settling down and I'm still going to happy hours and free before 11 And on getting Fridays. kids meals at Chick-fil-A's. Exactly. But because they're cheaper. <laughs> so I, yeah. sometimes I'll think about that, but I don't really think adulthood I- has anything to do with being a married or having a family because I feel like I'm an adult every time I pay my bills True. or every time I do anything that I don't have to ask somebody's permission to do. Like if I eat cereal for dinner, I feel like an adult because when I was a kid, I couldn't eat cereal for dinner. Mm-hmm. So no, I don't think it has anything to do with that. So no, but and I don't think that's an accomplishment to me. Having a kid or being married is not, especially having a kid, like having a kid, 13 years can do that. Oh, that's just you having sex. Now, raising the kid appropriately, uh-huh. that that's a whole other thing. That may be a more factor of an adult raising the kid successfully. Yeah, you getting, off, getting somebody getting pregnant or getting pregnant. No. We talking about marriage. You asked about both. You said marriage and children. Okay. So learn your own questions and stop trying to criticize <laughs> me. Stop trying but to come stop for going me. going down the road. I'm talking. That's the point of the show. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So no. Children, no. Marriage, no. Because to me, marriage is not the end all be all of life. I feel like you can have a successful relationship and never be married. Or you can be married and just be married for the sake of being married and hate your partner. And is that really a success? If you don't really like your partner, you're married because you either are into a religious aspect of it or you're married because they knocked you up or y'all got pregnant and then you just thought it was the right thing to do. To me, sticking with somebody just for the sake of sticking with them is not really my idea of, of something that I want to aspire to. So long story short, to answer your question, earlier in my life, I probably thought marriage was the right thing to do because that's what they kind of teach us to do in society. But as time went on, I don't think people even focus, like really push marriage on people no more. Yeah. So, so I would say I'm not really want to be married. Um, I And people say, oh, you scared of commitment. Not true at all. I can see myself being with my partner for the rest of my life and be happy in that with us never having to get married. Okay. To me, marriage is nothing but a legal thing. It's a financial thing, but it has nothing to do with the feelings towards the person. And every time I ask a person, why is it so important? It's usually some married person was saying, oh, because it's, it's a, it shows a real commitment because it's, it's, it's hard for us to break up. Or you can't just get up and walk away. You can leave anytime you want, even in marriage. All you're going to do is pay out some money. So if your whole marriage and the whole thing that makes marriage so great is the fact that it's going to cost me a little extra to leave. So I stay in it. Does that really mean marriage is that important? Thoughts. Are you going to get married? Do you want to be married? As for me, because I will propose at the end of the show if we have to. Child, please. I'm kidding. So I have, like, I could see it either way. Like, yes, I would be married, but if I Do wind you aspire up, to it, I don't aspire to be married. When, when I, you date, let me ask you a question. When you date, mm-hmm. Do you date with the thoughts that you want to get married one day, or do you date with just trying to find a partner that can be good for you? someone that can be good for you because that's not my end goal like if you know if I'm with someone and they propose to me of course I'm going to say yeah you know yes especially if I love them and I can see myself spending the rest of my life with them but if they if we never get to that point or if they feel like they don't want to be married or for whatever reason then that's fine if I love this person and I want to be with them then 
we're still together. And like, like the point that you said, you know, marriage is basically a legal document. I don't need a piece of paper to tell me that, you know, I care for this person and this person Mm -hmm. cares for me and we're going to spend our life together. However, Mm -hmm. like I'm not, I'm, and I was never like one of those kids who had like fairy tales about what my wedding day was going to be like or anything. No. And I don't want to, and then like all the, like a lot of people on my job are getting married. And so this one, one person that's getting married, she was just telling me how, how much it, Costs to plan a wedding and like all the little crazy. details. And I don't have time for all that. I don't even care. I don't, I don't even care. Like, take me down to the what's it called? The, the courthouse. Or oh, just get come married. to me as an ordained minister and I will marry you. <laughs> I'm gonna have Carlos marry me. Living room. So yeah, if and if even if I did, it will be something very simple. Like I don't want all the pomp and circumstance and all that stuff. That's just not me. But going back to something that you said how you feel like you look at your friends and you feel like they're so adult and stuff because they're ha- like, well, I didn't they have say necessarily kid. my friends. Well, I said you look people. at people, but I think that being married and like having to be accountable and responsible for someone else or to someone else, whether you're married or a parent that does make you grow up faster. So I think you feel like, you know, immature or whatever, like you said now, but once you make that commitment and settle down, you, you have no choice if you're a good person to step up to the plate. And I guess, make it look like you're, you know, being a responsible, mature adult. Um, And then also to another point, there are a lot of people out here who are um, married for the wrong reasons and have kids that, um, and they're not raising them appropriately. So in the end, I think I have never felt pressure to get married from anybody. Even society as a woman? Society does not pressure me to get, but, but you know what? You get tired of like some people, family members or friends saying, you know, oh, we need to find you somebody or you need this. Or, and it's like, no, I like I'm fine the way I am. I have one family member who whenever I speak to them, they're like, oh, um, you know, the Lord is going to send you somebody. Just keep looking. Yeah. Somebody older. And it's like as if that's all I need in my life to be complete. Like, oh, just as soon as you find a man, like that's it. And well, that's what they teach y'all women from day one. Yeah. All you need is a man to take care of you and solve all your so problems. In a way, which skill way and all your issues will be resolved. So I guess in a way there is like some pressure on me, Mm -hmm. but I don't like it's not phasing me none because you just do what you got to do. But yes, to me the only the only thing that about marriage that is kind of going can work against me or something that you might want to do one day is that when you get to a certain point in your life, well not when you get to a certain point in life, and this is why it was a big issue, especially with like gay marriage and stuff. Is that when you aren't married to somebody and if something happens to you, then they don't really have any legal say into what mind. happens to you as that. far as health care. Sometimes you can't even visit in a hospital. Visit the person if you're not immediate family in a hospital. So if I get in the car accident and let's say I do have a long time girlfriend for we could be together for the next thirty years and then I get in the hospital. Some hospitals, the policy is family only, and if she is not a minimum of my family because we're not married, but then she won't have also, any decisions in what I said what happens right. to me, and she also may not even be able to visit me in my hospital room when I'm sick. But I wonder. But so I was thinking about that too. But I wonder how true that really is because I've been to hosp- like when I go to a hospital to visit when I've been like with my sister, you know, um, having children or other friends who have had See, I children. Think it depends on what, where you are. I think if you're like in the ICU or something serious like that, then but they, they ask for ID. Like what if I came to see you and they saw my ID and I said, like, how did, there's no way to really uh, prove it. One supposed to bring my marriage I only license. I've been to the hospital one time. Yeah. I, I just, well, it, it, I guess with a bunch of people, I mean, I only been in the hospital myself one time and mm-hmm. they, anybody could come. But I think they they must have some type of rules where they figure out you the family or you the wife. Maybe they make you show your ID or I know not expect you to bring your marriage certificate, but they're not gonna keep letting random people if it's real serious. Cause some there is some rules as far as like some family right. can only go to certain things. Yeah, and maybe it's like the ICU or the real sensitive wards. Yeah, and maybe the smaller things is is not like if you're just having a baby. I don't think they ask you if I need to come see the baby. I don't know. Oh yeah, I don't know either. But I was thinking about that as I was planning. Well, that was this a big episode. part of. Like I said that's a good part of why um, gays wanted to be married is because the fact that if they had a partner, they couldn't even be involved in the partner's decision as far as stuff like that. Yeah, like end of life also, care. Also, the same stuff thing. Like end of life care, life insurance policies, situations where you couldn't get benefits, you couldn't be right. the beneficiary, all this types of stuff because of that. So that's that's. One aspect of it, but to me, I don't know if that's enough to. Well, I think yeah, it, it depends on what yeah you know what your circumstances are and your your reason. But I think that is one benefit of marriage is that you so that you can like have those help make those decisions and then can't don't you get like a 
if there's some benefit for taxes, like you can file married yeah, but or something. I don't care enough about that. And then if I just going back and thinking of some other pros, I ain't um, about to marry nobody for no breed. But no, but another pro is that you do get to to marriage. In my opinion, is that you um, get to combine your income and you know save money I would for some people. I'm not saying, but you can. But you're, but taking, you're, it, saying, you're taking it the wrong no, way. Not I'm true, not saying I can live with me, somebody can and I not. Be married to him and still we can have the benefits of nah, two I'm income household. I'm not saying that that's the end all be all. I, I'm saying that when I was looking at it from my point of view, one pro could be it's not going to be the reason you get married. Oh, so we can com- combine income. You get married for something more concrete but than that. But why do you need to get married to think, do that though? You can I'm, live with anybody. Okay, and share that's true. But like I said, I was going through looking at thinking of some pros. Okay, and then, well, that's your pro. You a um, uh, okay. Yes. And you admit it. Uh, okay. I'm a gold digger. Um, so just, I guess, moving on, I feel like the, you have a lot more cons to being married. What are some reasons why, what are cons of marriage from your point of view? You mean as far as why I don't want to be married? Or are you saying general cons in general? I don't know if there are. However you want to give them. Well, to me, it's just a whole host of things. One, I'm not about to ens- uh, enslave my woman. And everybody know that's where marriage came from. The man taking dominant power over the woman. If you're a real feminist, you should never want to be married. Because you don't want a man to own you. Then do you want him to own you? Why do you, you ever ask yourself, why do you got to take his last name? Is he your, are you his property? Now, woman out there, stop trying to get married so bad. If you don't get your you prison educated ass out of here with that. You want a disservice to your damn self. So that's step one. Two, I ain't going to let no piece of paper with determine how much I can make myself self. to somebody. That's garbage. You don't tell me how much I love you. This person been dating somebody for six months and they crazy enough to marry you. That means that I don't love you because I dated you longer than six months and I didn't propose immediately like a fool. Look at the marriage. Why did this person propose? Are they mooching off the other person? Obviously, he's Are they being broke? serious. I'm being dead serious. Okay. Two. Or I said two. Three. I don't can't think of three right now, but I'm gonna come back to it. You gonna come back to it? Well, I think I, you know. Oh no, three. Another uh-huh. part of it, and let me ask you this too, because I don't know how it is for you. Mm-hmm. Do you think that the fact that maybe the people above you, like your parents, uh-huh. um, maybe other family members, that the fact that you that their marriages never were successful mm-hmm. may have affected your thoughts on marriage? Like I, I can talk about my own mother. My parents were never married. My mother was married to. Uh, my little brother and sister's dad or whatever but their marriage was not a good marriage mm-hmm. so I, think, I was like that may be not nothing to really aspire to so maybe that's why you have the views that you have I mean you just I said don't it know. I, think, I don't know if that's a fact because even when my mother got married she got married like much later in my life Uh huh. so I don't know I, I mean it could be that could be it sounds like that could be the impact on you for me I I don't know if it's just I, I, I don't know how to answer that question because I could go like I'm not saying I'm totally against marriage like I would definitely get married and I'm not saying oh I definitely don't want to get married but of course like the people and the relationships that you witnessed growing up and just around you you know whether it's you know friends or other family members there are things that you witnessed that do you, you know give you a different perspective well, anybody's business did you uh-huh. see a lot of do you think you saw a lot of successful marriages growing up or coming up or even now the people that you know who are married do you think they are in what you think are healthy marriages well there was one relationship i admired greatly growing up um claire and cliff huxtable shout mm. out and then we found out 30 years later he was drugging the women and, raping and then them. he was dr- yeah just it, yeah that's you think a whole claire knew subject. about it who Who's, i'm out of here yeah, what we're, you said never we're just joking about the cosby show oh sorry but did, are you being serious? Is your yes, only that was like true? The, that was like my I, that was, was my ideal marriage TV? and family. Yeah, hmm. yeah. I mean, I grew up in a, a single parent household, mm-hmm. so yeah, that was you know the example that I had. And but I, what was the second part of your question? I don't even remember. I was asking, do you oh, know and then just like looking at looking relationships at people that I know, like people that I know, not anybody that listens to the show. Like I wonder, you know, why they got married, and um, they might say or do things that like make you question why they got married, and they also make it seem like they you know, hate their wives that they and were they hate their husbands. Yeah, they just make it seem like it's so unhappy or like it's the worst thing in the world to do. Like, don't do it, and it's just like, why would you? I think even... people a lot of say that because. 
but then they said it about kids too. Like a lot of people I know, some people I know with kids are, say don't have kids. Yeah, like I love them, because, but don't have them. It's like that, you I get these mixed messages. Because I think two things come from it. I think we're gonna talk about the marriage part first. I think marriage people do like the support. They like the security of another person. You know, theoretically being there for them. Right. But they also, and I don't know if this isn't true for everyone, because it's not true for everything. I think a lot of times what happens in marriage is the things that people do to get you to marry them, and I'm not talking about just ladies, guys or girls, the things that we do early on, once we get comfortable, once we know that this person is really attached to us and may not be going anywhere, then we stop doing all the things that we did that were very considerate or to show that we really cared to keep them happy because we're like, oh, I got them. They're not going nowhere, so I don't have to do the stuff that I did when I was first trying to attract them. So I think a lot of times, and it goes back to what we talking about, the monogamy thing is that any relationship, when it's very long and over a long period of times, it gets stale. Yeah. But, it doesn't mean you don't still love them. It doesn't mean that right. you can't work through the staleness, right. but it gets stale, and then it's hard for you to be happy in a situation where things are getting stale. And we also tend to do things where we only live in the current in time. Especially if it's something that's really even you, really good or really bad, mm-hmm. we make it seem like that it's always been this way. So we in a real, real bad time right now. You know, this bad time under us like two months. We may be thinking, oh, it feel like it was the last in the entire relationship because we get ourselves just caught up into right, how right. thick and how horrible it is. So I think that may be like one of the facts why people say. But everything gets old. You know, friendships get old, jobs true. get old, your new car ain't new no more. You know, you hate your your house or your apartment. You don't like your dog. Your kids get on your nerves. Like That's nothing true. is gonna be you know, perfect or well, great no, but nothing forever. Else. Marriage and that's is what the I only think thing of those things that you are supposed you, to be tied to for the rest of your life. Well, no, because that's why there is divorce. Like, it's not I, illegal to get a divorce. You're not listening to me. I didn't say you can't get a divorce. I said uh-huh. marriage is the thing that you're supposed to be tied to the rest of your life. Marriage is not like a job. You're, if, you're, if you get married, you don't get married with the idea that you're going to get divorced. Marriage, they even say in the vows, is supposed to be to death do us part. So I'm not saying you... Of course, you can get a divorce, but the point oh, is, okay. marriage is the only one of those things that's supposed to be a lifelong commitment. But that maybe the the idea of it or the definition of it should be turned around because some things shouldn't last forever. Like a lot of a lot of good things don't last forever. So well, not saying that marriage, you should. So I no, I'm just saying not saying that you know you should look into. I'm not saying that you should be thinking about divorce when you get married, but even like in friendships and just like relationships. They, you know, they get old and they fade out, but that doesn't mean that you're a bad person because a friendship didn't last or because, you know, you don't talk to the well, person no. anymore. It was a good thing and it and it was over and you should, you know, be happy and celebrate that it happened and not mourn or well, feel bad about it because it, that's not how it works. Because but I'm saying, saying that that's why it should be. to be a lifelong thing. But I think it, so you it can't like put a limit on it. You can't put a limit on it. When it's supposed to be something that's supposed to be forever. You can't but, also say, you can't treat it like you would treat something that could possibly be a temporary thing. But I'm saying maybe people should. I think that's what I'm well, trying then, to say. Well, then what's the point of it? Then if you want to treat marriage like it's something that's with, a, with an expiration date on it that's not the end of your life, then they shouldn't have marriage. Marriage not, shouldn't exist. But I'm not saying go into it and say, okay, I'm going to do this for um, two years and that's then be out. That's what you're saying, though. You're saying I, not, we should start rethinking how marriage should be in the sense that we shouldn't look at it as like it's a permanent lifelong thing. And okay. if you do that, then what's the point of it? Okay. If you, if marriage is not going to be a permanent thing, then you made this, why get married? Why have a commit to somebody if it's not supposed to be a lifetime thing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I guess I'm not being You're not clear. articulating. I'm not ar- articulating the right way. But I think from we've what I'm been saying, on this trying topic. to say you want to change the concept of what marriage is, but then that would defeat the whole purpose of what the marriage is supposed to be. I think you should think yeah, I, I need to figure out a different way to say it. Maybe I'll come up with it um, later All on right, Google in the me, podcast. Get text it to me. Email it to me later. Okay, I'll email it That's to you later. That's the PLP podcast. So my next question was, and it's not really going to relate to you because you don't want to be married, but I, you know, that's not something that I'm against. I don't have like very strong negative feelings about it the way mm-hmm. you do. But if I, so my question was going to be, what would your ideal marriage be? And this takes me nicely to the next point, something that um, we've also talked about. But so for me, and one thing we, yeah, we've talked about being, even if you're in a relationship and you're not married, it's important to have your own life outside of the other person. Yes, I definitely agree with that. When I was thinking about my ideal marriage, it'll just be, 
you know, he'll be able to do his own. Like we could be on the same couch together. We don't have to be talking to each other. We don't have to be looking at TV together. I can be reading my book. He could be, you know, writing a chapter in his next novel or, or whatever he's doing. Because you're marrying because Jerome Dickey? I'm going <laughs> to. Yes. Does he even write books anymore? I don't know. I don't know. You loved his Gideon series. I did like uh, Gideon. All right, go ahead. But then he got crazy because he started doing some detective stuff. I don't and know. And you kept reading. I didn't I didn't read him anymore. But anyway, just Move when on. I was just thinking about my marriage, like we'll be married, but there will be like time for us to be our own person and do our own thing. Everything. And that includes y'all just sitting on the couch next to each other. No, but this was just like one an example okay. of it. Okay. Um, so I done lost my train of thought. You're, you're saying. The- oh, so have a life um, outside of each other. Jesus. And then um, one and part of my research and what I've been reading is the idea or practice called living apart together or lat. And so this is concept where um, couples are together and married, but they don't necessarily live together. They make a personal choice to um, not cohabitate. And in the article I read, it said that. It helps living apart together, maintains the dating phase of a relationship mm. and may keep the excitement going. So back mm. to your point about, you know, relationships getting oh, let me, stale. Let me think on that. Let me think on um, that. So they, they're saying that this is an alternative, you know, to help keep the excitement and the newness in a relationship by living in a separate home than your partner. And according to the 2000 U.S. Census, about three million couples report that they live apart together. Three, how many people are married? How I don't be know. Three million couples. That seems like a lot, right? No, that's not a lot. That seems like a very small percentage. But how how many, many people in this country? Like 300 something million? Something like that, yeah. So we, oh, we're I talking about like less than 1%. Okay, well, right. yeah, depending on however they did it, I don't know. Okay, so you. Um, is that something you would support or practice? So even if you weren't me, married, but like if you. Yes. Well, yeah. Yes. I think ideally that is what I would want. Okay. Because I do need a lot of alone time in a relationship. And. To me, alone time is not just I have a man cave or I got a room in the basement and I can go down there for a couple of hours a night. It may be times that I don't, and it has nothing to do with when I'm doing something funny or I'm away from the person. It's just that I need some time alone. It has nothing to do with the other person. It's just that I need some alone time. And sometimes that could be I need to stay somewhere else. So I don't know if I need a, like a whole nother house because, but if I had like a little apartment or something that I could have on the side, that I could just go there and just chill out and unwind from time to time. Then she can definitely come through or hang out if she wants to. But if I could have that, I think that would be more ideal or what I was looking for. And I don't want like a totally separate life, meaning the sense that we don't ever cohabitate or we only spend the night at each other's place from time to time. Like in the average week, if it's seven days in a week, I want to be there the majority of the seven days. But I do want to have a place where, let's say it's a weekend and I just leave on Friday and I might not come back to after work on Sunday. I mean, I leave I Friday morning for work yeah. and I don't come back until... Monday after work. I mm-hmm. spend the whole weekend somewhere else. I think that'll be something that I can really get into. It's something that I would like to have in my if I could if I in my long term relationship. Yeah, so I so when I first heard of it, I was like, This sounds like a good idea and I dated a guy briefly who like introduced me to that whole idea and his whole thing was if he had enough money in the world, he would have two houses next to each other or in the same neighborhood and he could just walk over or I could just walk over whenever we wanted to but we would have our own separate spaces like but full time full time mm. so, or like and there's and um, another article in Essence magazine they gave examples of people who you know like in New York lived five and six blocks away from each other and there was another couple who lived like 300 they, they were seriously like long distance relationship like 300 miles away from each other see that, to me but, that's a little bit too weird yeah that's a little bit too far but then also I like see one my, of, my person you know whether I'm married or just committed to somebody I want to see them more than 300 miles would be too far I need to see them regularly I want to see them the majority of the time but I also want more than just a room I can go to and not have to worry about them I want to be able to like just leave the house or maybe just sleep in the bed alone sometimes yeah, so that was just and like make it be a big deal. The um, examples that they were, but thinking from my point of view, how you know, it'll be one benefit to marriage is is that combined income and saving on expensive expenses. If you're living apart together, back then to the money it takes away mm. from. Don't do that because you know that's not. You keep coming back to the money though. You keep coming back to the money. I'm just making an observation. Don't don't come at me. Um, so living separately will be expensive, and but it could work. Would y'all live separately before? But it could work um, if you all were in the same house or apartment as long as it was big enough. Like if you had a two-bedroom, two-bath, 
in my in my mind like I, I think though. i would be okay with that like what if you had a bedroom and a bathroom upstairs and a bedroom and a bathroom downstairs and then like the living room and the kitchen was shared space so you got a roommate i mean if that's what i mean in that yeah that's that's what i'm saying but I mean, to you're me, married I like to the person we go we have our own but i'm just places. thinking that's just done i i just you know, I'm saying, i mean it's also like i said it is a waste you don't really need it especially with my idea i'm saying i might be there two or three days out of the whole month that seemed like a waste but at the same time i feel like wait i think be, a lot you yeah it'll be a waste to yeah. do what you said on, but i feel like a lot thing. of part of a marriage or there was you know kind of the hesitation of a marriage is that i want my own i don't want to be just uh known as just us i want my own individuality while i'm still having my relationship and a lot of people don't think they can separate the two or you always got to be connected to each other you can't have outside interests anymore and that's one of my biggest hangups on that whole whole aspect of that well we gotta make sure we find you the right one that's you know yeah meets, your mom all your requirements she and all that live stuff where she lives and i'll live where i live and we can just meet to discipline you because you're being bad leave my mama alone um i'm praising her how's that messing with her no i thought i said leave her alone what did i say you said leave her alone and i said i'm praising her anyway you anyway, me and your mama are two grown women. I mean, <laughs> we two grown adults. We ain't got to worry about what you got to say about it. Moving on. What's Don't your next edit question? that out. That was uh-huh, so funny. So moving on. Next question. Now, I agree with you that, you know, you want to maintain your individuality. But on the flip side, if you are married to somebody, you are signing up to commit and share your life with someone. And part of that marriage is being able to come home and live together and cohabitate and cooperate. And it fosters, you know, living together in that relationship fosters the intimacy and cooperation that like make the grounds for a good marriage. So I can see on the one hand, you want to, you know, have your own thing and do your own thing, but then are you truly married if, and are you building that connection and commitment and intimacy? If y'all can't even come home at the end of the day together and, Good Sleep point. In the same bed. Good point. I don't really understand how full time living with somebody else will make a marriage successful, but I don't know those people. I don't judge those people's relationships. I'm saying that it could help like gain intimacy and cooperation um, and like better learn. Is that, that what you're saying? So what I'm saying. Well, you said it very well. Okay. Moving on. And so just moving on. Let's do our research. Back into our parents and grandparents' day. Couples did get married at a very young age because that's what they were supposed to do. So going back to the original article. Well, that's a whole other thing, too. We got to remember the times are not the same. Back then, women had to get married at a young age because they had nobody to take care of them. Basically, back in those days, you went straight from your parents' home into your marriage home. My grandmother was only 20 years old when she got married. I don't know what she did in the period between graduation to 20 but she didn't do anything she like was married almost immediately her entire life mm-hmm. so we can't we got to stop comparing what our grandparents did or what people used to do back when times were a lot different right women are more upper upper uplip, uh, upwardly mobile they are better educated better no i can't talk tonight and i haven't even been drinking better educated they are more successful and unfortunately in especially our community the black community the women usually are doing better than the men. So it's mm-hmm. hard for us to say people need to be marrying early or comparing ourselves to those times when it's not the same times. In this world, people don't have to get married young because they don't need other, other people to take care of them. And then also because they we do focus more now on those things like careers and education, we push off marriage. I think the medium age for getting married is getting higher and higher because people have goals outside of just being somebody's husband or somebody's wife or starting a family. They want to do stuff like go to college, travel the world, be successful on their own, be independent and stuff. So they don't have to fall back on just getting married at a young age. I agree. So I think that's all factors in why more people aren't getting married. And then people also see the fact that 50% of people get divorced. Mm -hmm. What's the point of getting married if you know it ain't going to work out? Yeah. So just to support what you're saying that nowadays – it's not until the age of 45 that maybe eight and 10 people are married, according to the study that this one person that don't um, seem right. completed. That seems a little bit old, How, but they were saying that said, back in the day. Oh, that in the, wait, wait, wait. Wait, they're saying, are back they saying in, by 45, eight, eight out of 10 people are married? Yes. But that's not the age they got married. Correct. Just by that age they are married. Yes, yes. That still seems kind of high. But 
Eighty percent of people are married by the time they're forty-five. Maybe it could be eight out of ten, ten people surveyed. Back in Not, the old days, no, now? today. Okay. Back in the day, they said in the nineteen seventies, eight out of ten people were married by the age of thirty. Again, that's kind of misleading as well, because yeah, I don't, I don't know if they but, did that, that that report accurately enough. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, so they should have compared thirty to thirty. Why didn't they just compare thirty to thirty? Why didn't they say like in the seventies, eight out of ten thirty was married, and then now? It's only like five out of ten that I'm I married. don't know. Olivia Blair at uh her dumb ass. <laughs> Independent dot com. How many people do you know you say everybody you know is married though? Almost or everybody you every, know. everybody, all my friends are either married or have children. I only know one uh, that I consider like real two like I said, only those two couples. Mm-hmm. And all my other friends they single out here mingling, I guess. Yeah. Or they dating, they try I don't know. I should do a poll and just see what is everybody's focus on that. Actually, one was okay. She okay. Uh huh. No, we're not getting into that. All right, moving on. Moving on. So, but it sounds like all in all, we think it's a good thing that the focus is not on marriage anymore. It's more about it's you know more individuals. What I want to do, I want to you know travel, or I want to grow in my career, mm. or I want to be better educated. I, and I, I think I don't think that's ever a bad thing. Right. But I also don't think it's a bad thing if you want to be married. I just think I just like it now that we have more of the independence and it's not even though there still are pressures, especially I think from women. And even me, I get that from I don't get it about uh the, the marriage anymore. But I get it about like kids, kids sometimes still from like my mother. Like, when are you going to have some grand? Like, because she don't have any grandkids. When are you going to have a baby? And I'm but like, does I don't she want know it. that you don't want kids? Yes. And then she'll be like, just just try. Just keep trying. I was like, try what? If I want to have a. It ain't, it ain't hard to try. The trying right. is easy. Right. But I forgot what I was talking about because you interrupted me rudely. But no, I mean, like I said, it's up to whatever you want to be. If you want to be married, you should be married. If you don't want to be married, then don't be married. But I just hate when people. Are just solely too super hyper focused on certain things, like your coworker. Oh, I don't even want to get into that. <laughs> I actually don't care. So, I mean, I'm not saying that bad about it. But it's this girl who works where I work, and she's constantly talking about getting proposed to, even though the guy or, or getting married, and the guy hasn't even proposed yet. And she's like, several times per week, just talking about haven't got the ring yet, haven't got the ring yet. I was like, what? I'll be like, she's not saying it to me. She's just saying it out loud to other people because I don't want to engage in that conversation anyway. But I was like, why is she so obsessed with this type of thing? Like, is she going to be a better person tomorrow if she's is married? She, she is she, like, our age, a little bit older? I don't know how she's. I don't, don't know anything know. about her. I don't talk uh, to her. I don't talk to her uh, personally. Yeah, that's she just, weird. She's, she works with, near where I work, and she's having now, conversations. Hopefully, she's not sitting at home saying this around him, because he ain't going to... That's going to make him less likely to propose. No and idea. then, or make it seem like it's an ultimatum. Like... If you don't marry me by this date, then, you know, I'm out of this relationship. Who wants to get married off of an ultimatum? You know, we talked about that last. Was that last? Did time we? we I feel like that? we did talk about because that. Because when we talk about men and women roles, you said you would never have a guy propose to oh, you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. And I also don't like that. And then just going back to the thing about being married and having kids, like some people treat it as like a checkbox. Like this is the thing. Oh, I did this. So now I got to get married. Now I got to have kids. Now I got to buy the house. Now I got to get the dog. Yeah, but that's what it's, people it's, teach us about what the American dream has been for the long this time is make the your marriage, own, the children, your own the white picket, the white picket fences, mm-hmm. the yard in the suburbs. That's what we have ideally been told. What is a successful life? That's what life and happiness is supposed to be. You're supposed to do these check boxes at certain points in your life, and then people now are just kind of rebelling against that. Especially, in the, especially these younger generations, they do whatever they want to do. They don't care what, about what no right. standards of tradition. They do what they want. They set their own things, and you know I'm happy for them. They should do that because I'm going to do whatever I want to do and I'm not going to be pressured into stuff that I don't really want to be involved in and I don't think anybody should be trying to tell other people how to live their lives. But that's right. a whole other thing. Do you think we are, people going to listen to this episode and think we sound real negative or I just be realistic? No, it's not. It was negative. What did I say was negative? I didn't say marriage is bad or I hate marriage or people shouldn't be married or people who are married or getting married are dummies. I'm saying what I want for me mm-hmm. and also what you should not bother other people about. Okay. Like, all you don't right. be forcing other people to live what you think the life should be. That's the life you chose. This is the life I chose. Don't get on my ass about it. That's true. So I'm telling you, dude, fuck off. So listeners, don't forget to email your questions or comments to the POP podcast at gmail.com or hit us up on Instagram with any comments, feedback. Um next moving on. Next moving on, prenuptial agreements. Yes, everybody should get them rich or poor. What about the article you read the other day about the um, oh, yeah. palimony? Was it palimony? Blake is palimony. So 
Now you don't even got to marry these, marry a woman for her to sue you for money. I didn't know that. My man Blake Griffin of the NBA used to play for the, uh, the Clippers. Now plays for the Detroit Pistons. His ex is suing him for palimony because she says he promised. For one, they got two kids together. She got three total kids. Oh, I didn't know that. They have two children together. Uh-huh. So child support given. He a wealthy man. He should. And now I'm assuming the kids live with her because they broken up. Because that's how society usually the women get the children. And I'm assuming they still live in California while he's in Detroit. At least half the season. Detroit. Yeah, you got yeah. traded the Pistons. So he definitely should be paying child support. But for him not to pay her money because they dated and they never even got married, that's too much. Society getting too out of control. He should not yeah. have to pay for her life. And he don't what, owe her what she thought was going to happen. Yeah, that's he not didn't fair. Her. Girl, just get him. And from just... what I understood, when I was reading the article, he went to her. He said, okay, I want this prenup. She got upset about the prenup. So they pushed the wedding back. And then ultimately, she felt like a jilted lover because I guess he ended up dumping her for, for another woman. And the other woman. Who we do not talk about those people in this you show. You do not name them. We don't so name I think them that's the, the the. So I think that's probably a big part of it too. Right. But I don't. I, I, that was the craziest part of me. I don't understand how you can say he owes you a promised Anything. life when y'all broke up. Right. And it was the same thing with the Mariah Carey when she was supposed to get married to the rich, the billionaire dude. Uh, they was engaged. He was like a billionaire, and then she sued him for like ten million or something like Not that. Not Tommy Matola. No, 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 no. Because she was married to him. This was recently oh. within the last year or two after her Nick Cannon. Wait, thing. she sued him. She ended up she suing him. Made money. What she need extra she money still, for? She still was trying to get money out of him because he promised. I don't know what he promised her because she's very wealthy. I God. So to me, I don't care. Rich people definitely, but people think you only need to get a premium if you're rich. It, actually, if you make the less you make, the better you need to have a prenup because this uh, dude Blake Griffin that made two hundred, three hundred million dollars in his career, he gonna be all right even if she get a, a, some of that chain. Mm-hmm. You make you make fifty five thousand dollars a year. You be living right. back at your mama house when you and your wife break up and you paying child support and you ain't got enough to get your own place. You be sleeping on your mama couch again. But who's gonna go if you're only making? Let's say you're only making I don't know twenty five thousand dollars a year. Um, are you going to spend that much in court fees to go back and like try to fight and get money from somebody else? So that just could be a part of the divorce proceedings. I guess so. Like to me, but I think it's probably less likely that if, if it's children involved, it don't matter. If you make if you don't make a lot of money and you get a divorce, that's why they say it's cheaper to keep them. It's cheaper to keep because you will end up struggling. You be back on your mama couch. And ladies, it's cheaper to keep him too. Don't make it seem like. Well, women ain't got no money. Everybody know that. What? Okay, you're just being out of control now. Yeah. But I think we yeah. talked a lot about. Marriage. But get your prenup. Your would you be able to sign a prenup if you was married to like a rich guy? Yeah, I would sign one. You would do it because I think it's a way. Be spending all his money while he while no, because isn't a prenup a way to like plan like if so if this doesn't end up the way it's supposed to be, then we decide how we're going to split yes. like our property and our but resources. But then a lot of people know what a lot of people a lot of people look at it is like now you going into our marriage planning for something negative or a bad outcome in our marriage, so they they try to pull that card on you. Don't fall for that shit. If she really love you and it ain't about the money, she'll marry you. And if he love you and ain't about the money, he'll marry you. But wait, but wait, no, no, no. Without, but, with the prenup, they will sign that paper gladly. Okay, right. That's the part they I was sign it for. Gladly, if they don't, if the money not that important to them, and they not marry you just for the money, they'll sign that paper gladly. But I think on the flip side too, it could be looked at as. I mean, don't be an idiot. Don't let them trick you and don't let them dog you out and then leave you with nothing. You need to be, and that's why you also don't want, don't get into situations where you, man or woman, but I, you know, we talking about historically, this has been happening to women. Yeah. Where you marry, you you pull a, uh, what's the, what's the uh, 45's wife? You do her. You pull a move like her where you marry some I old roll. ass man. She stuck with his you ass. You marry some old ass man. And then when he get, when he trade your ass in, like he did wife one and wife two for the younger model. Then your ass not stuck out there. So you need to put something in the prenup that you get taken care of, especially if you're milling somebody that's real wealthy. I wonder if they have a prenup. Of course they did. He's not no fool. But then, so then, but wait, but then, so hopefully she set herself up so that, hey, I get something. That's what, but that's what you can do in the prenup. So the prenup hopefully, ain't all about just not getting all the money. To do that, the prenup is also, you can put stuff in your, as the person who has the less, you can put stuff in this prenup that you can get something out of it. But it's protection you from getting like the half, depending on where you live, and things like that. Mm. So especially if you got five hundred million, you don't want to give her two hundred fifty million. But you can say, okay, if the marriage lasts ten years, you get five million when we break up. You get ten million plus. I take care of the kids, or whatever. So 
Think about it like that. Don't think about it all about, oh, he don't love me or she don't love me. Nah, they love you, but they also not idiots. They made a lot of money through being smart, most of them. So they're not yeah, going to give to you them. easily. Yeah. Anyway, go on. What's your next topic? I don't, I don't have time to chit chat all day. I don't have time to teach you about the uh, legality of marriage. Yes, yes. Thank you, as always. Uh, our next topic is kids. Just jumping right into it. And I'm, I'm putting you on the carpet a little bit. So you don't like kids, right? You don't want kids. I hate kids. You know that. However, you are a mentor to a young gentleman in the D.C., Maryland, Virginia area. I have a, a, a child that's in my life. Uh-huh. And yes, he is a good kid. Okay. So you don't want kids for yourself, but you have no problem opening your heart and your no. time like I said, and I, I have no problem with... Uh, you don't want them on your own, but you are. You do give back in other ways. Is that correct? I I, I don't have a desire to have a biological child, mm-hmm. basically. So I, I don't have any, what's it called, bi- biological clock or no yearning to pass my seeds down to somebody else. Because to me, that's all ego driven. Okay. People always getting caught up there like, oh, I don't want my name to go anywhere. I don't want to buy existence. You, you're going to die. You're going to die, and unless you uh, Martin Luther King... But if you have a male child, the name will carry on. Who cares? Your name don't mean anything. Your name is nothing. some people, it does. Your name is what what you make out of your life. And the majority of us, sorry to tell you this, you're just an average-ass person. So what's going to happen, even if you have the kid, you'll be lucky if that kid has a kid. And then by the time, your name might live about 40 or 50 years after you die. Because what's going to happen is your your child going to know you if you're in their life. Their child will know you if you in their life, but when that child grows up, their child not gonna know you because you gonna be long dead. Do you talk about your great grandfather? Do you even know your great grandfather? Personally, yes, I do know my one of my great grandfathers. And do you know a lot about him? Was you was you heavily connected to him? He passed away when I was like twelve or thirteen, okay. so I know some stuff about. I don't know his life history, no, and but I'm a really female care? and I'm not named. Well, I think yeah. I mean, I, I don't. I, I'm not gonna say I don't care. Like that's my family. That was I mean, my mother's that's father. That's what I mean. But that was your mother's father. That's your. I said your great grandfather. Oh my! You know your grandfather. My gra- I'm, I said that wrong. I heard what you said. That was my grandmother's father. But I don't think it's a point of whether or not somebody's going. My point is that people are so about caught up remember. on that, but nobody gonna remember you. You not you not living longer because you have some baby. Yeah, but now, I'm if not you gonna have them. Have them. Yeah, but I'm not- I think there's so many people on this earth already. I don't want no more people on this earth. Yeah, I'm not going to knock somebody that does want to carry. Um, well, no, you can't knock nobody for doing anything they want to do. Yeah. But my point is that this whole legacy and all this stuff, you ain't got no legacy. You're a regular dumb Joe. You're going to work 40 years at a job. You're going to be retired for about seven to 10 years. Then you're going to die. And yeah, then if you're lucky, you don't too. Oh a couple my God. people won't know you. But by the time, what year is this? This is 2018. By the time it's 2078, nobody listening to this, nobody talking on this is going to be remembered. Nobody's going to remember 70 years from now because we're going to be dead and our family not going to care. Speak for yourself. I'm living to age 134. Well, you to 194. <laughs> but when you going to die one day and nobody going to care. But speaking of biological clocks. Biological clocks. Men, this study that I read or this article said that men do have biological clocks in terms of their level of fertility. So a study found that males experienced a 38% drop in fertility between the ages of 30 and 50. Mm -hmm. And so as you age, your semen volume decreases by 0.03 milliliters per year. And some studies have shown, oh, you knew that? Yes. You think I'm going to have the sperm as a baby? You didn't know that precisely. As a young man as I do as a 70-year-old? And your sperm count decreases 5% 5% with each year that you age. And one study also found that older men were likely to, they didn't say what age, but older men were more likely to have um, children born with like birth defects yes. and mental illnesses. I now didn't know that. That's the thing that a lot of people don't think. They think only older women yeah. need to that. But if you are, oh, the older you are as a man too, your sperm is less potent and you could have children with birth defects, uh, certain forms of autism, certain forms of uh, Down syndrome, all that kind of stuff can happen as a result of you being too old to have children. To me, also, I think it should be a cutoff for men too. Even though men can have children their entire lives, whenever I see these stories about these dudes 50, 60, 70 years old having children, like I said, you can't tell another person how to live their life. But to me, that's a disservice to the child, and it's, it's unfair. Yeah, that's you. You basically robbing this kid of a father. 
Because if you lucky, especially you'd be like you'd be seeing dudes seventy years old. I want to say the yeah. dude from the Rolling Stones recently had a baby. He like 72, 73 years old. Like you do, and then you. Can, I mean, you 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 just you give. Okay, they, financially they're gonna be good. These rich people, but you can't run around with them. You yeah, can't you, play with them. You're gonna be you're gonna probably energy. gonna pass away if you're seventy something. You're gonna you pass gonna away dead. in the next twenty. 10 not years if you're lucky. They might make it to see their dad at the age of 10. So you're, you, never throw the ball with him. Never run around with him. Never spend no quality time because you're too tired because you're too goddamn old. Why are you still, why are you still impregnating women? And why are these women getting pregnant by old men? For the well, you do like gray hair. I don't Great know. Pubes. I forgot that about you. Anyway, so but oh, just now you're getting bashful. No, moving on so, just to that, just back to the point. I just learned that. Like, I didn't know that the men and, you know, your semen have anything to do with, you know, having a child born with oh, a mental illness. No, I thought it was only. Contribute to babies? No. Let me tell you about a little thing about how life is created. So, the man takes his penis erect, places it in the woman's vagina, he ejaculates there, and then the ejaculant, the sperm, is what we'll call it, fertilizes the woman's egg. If if it's successful, the baby grows. But it takes two. It's not just about the woman or the man. You need both to make a child. So what what I was saying was like the messaging that's out there kind of puts it on the woman like, oh, there's something wrong with you or you're the reason why, like if you're over the age of 40, your child is more likely to be born with Down syndrome. So that was something that I personally learned that it's also the age of the male's. And I think the woman might have a higher contributing factor on that. Is what I, I think that's why they learned from all of that. But speaking of like being old and having kids, yes. okay, so there's Janet Jackson. She's fifty. She had a kid, and then there was, was this lady. Ah, uh, we'll no. never know. And uh, you know the Congress lady having a baby. Who? Some oh, she's Senator gonna be the lady. first person she's ever. She's fifty. She an Asian lady, but, and she don't have no legs. But if you think about, well, I don't think. I mean, you're le- you don't need to have legs. Her to legs got blown off birth no to more. a baby, so I don't. I mean, you don't need them, but that's even harder. She already gonna be fifty years old, chasing around a toddler. But then, but this is something that we already said that when people of this generation are putting off marriage and kids to a, a later age. I think she already so had a younger child. Too. I think we'll see, you know, more of that, mm. and maybe well, you hopefully won't see it from me. Well, not with your attitude. I don't think you will. But there was a lady a couple years ago. They said she was 67 years old and she gave birth to twins. She went to a fertility clinic. Oh, okay. And she lied about her age. They weren't going to give her the they baby. They didn't give her no birth. No, and so uh, she, she ain't checked her no ID. I, I don't. Yeah. Oh, that's just see, unbelievable. This probably was some third. Uh, some I think it was America. in the United Kingdom. Oh, was it? But she lied about her age and she was Sheesh. able to have twin twin kids. Well, that's and so her like, business. Like we said, it's, that's kind of unfair, I think. What happened to the Octomom? She's still out there. She had all them babies. What was her name? Lula? Something crazy. Octomom. What I call But what about the mother from TLC? Remember she had six kids? TLC? You talking about T-Ball? John and Kate plus eight. They had eight kids. Oh, they did? Yeah. I never saw that show. They're all grown up now. Oh, are they? Yeah, they are. Damn, I know. That's who that. I thought of at first. But I don't know what happened to Octo Mom with them eight mm, babies. That's a lot of Hopefully babies. they're doing well. You know, she, mm, you they know, ain't my kids. They they not your kids that we know of. No, I never had sex with her. So we know you don't want kids, you don't like kids, but you do give back. I uh, do like kids. Okay. I like them in limited doses though. Okay. Like I I don't, I don't like them full time. That's a lot of work. So my thing is like so you know, my sister, hey sister, I yeah. You know, I like being an aunt and seeing them when I see them. Oh, you never answered the question. Do you want what? any kids? That's what I'm trying to answer. Oh, let me just walk away from the mic for 25 minutes so you can get your points out. Cause you're dragging it out. You're dragging it out. The show already four hours long. Do I want kids? And that's a complicated answer. Because I feel like we've already talked about some of the reasons. Like, I'm getting older. It's going to be harder and harder for me to actually have kids. So I feel like at the end of the day, if I am not able to naturally have kids, then I'll be fine with that. But I'm not out here, you know, you feeling, think about feeling like I have to get pregnant like tomorrow or in the next year. Because it may, you know, I don't think kids are for everybody. And there are so many like reasons in the world that that makes you second guess really bringing kids into the world. You got the stupid president right now. You got racism and white supremacy. You can't protect them from all the ills of the world. The education system is jacked up. Climate change. Just Bashing. just life. Just living everyday this life. This world is kind of effed up. It, and, you know, I just know. society, the world, yeah. Kim Jong-un. 
all these dictators out here. This the world ain't even gonna be here. But maybe that's more the reason why you should have the baby. So why? So they can die and perish in but, a nuclear but war. They die and perish regardless. No, nah, I mean, so if I if why I had not to, share your love though, I share. If my, that's something you want to do. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like if I, you know, got pregnant, of course, you know, I'm going to keep the baby. Would you? You never thought about, you would never have a, uh, you don't believe in that? I would never have. I, I'm, I'm, I'm not going, not judging anything not or anybody, but, um, I would, I don't think that would be a choice that I would make. Okay. Um, and thankfully, thankfully I've never had, you know, been in that position nah. to have to make the choice. But, um, so I guess I'm a little bit on the fence on that one. Like if I, if I do get pregnant, I'm going to be a great mom and I'm going to raise this child with my partner or husband. If he chooses to marry me, I'll be the godfather. I don't know. You kind of got, I don't know if I want you to be the godfather. Why? So I can spoil them. Corey's going to be the godfather. Corey's going to get this knuckle sandwich. (laughs) He ain't going to be no damn godfather. And Corey. I'm the godfather. I know. Well, and then shout out, uh, even though we said some interesting things, shout out to Corey. We know that you have uh, a bundle of joy on the way. Um, you're going to be a great father. Okay. I don't have any other topic. I don't have any other questions. We talked I about marriage and though, kids. What? About, um, you didn't ask. What? People were saying it's selfish not to have kids. I never understood that. It's, Why is it selfish? I don't know. And thank you for bringing that up. Because well, I'm prepared. In one way, because in one way they say, okay, you're selfish for not having kids. And then when they say, oh, if you have kids, if you don't have kids, who's going to take care of you when you get older? Isn't that a selfish reason to have kids? Just a lot because, of people like to use that. So I think how. So and then for one, you, that, just because you have a kid don't mean that not they, guaranteed, they guaranteed to take care of you when you're older. And I told you, kids is about ego. Kids is not kids. To have a kid is selfish because you're only doing it because you want to further your own line or because something that you want. It's something that you want. Kids don't ask to be born. You make this decision to add, to bring more people around, to bring them into it. So I think having kids is actually selfish. I don't understand how all at all how not having kids is selfish. Because what's the selfish part? Because I choose not to have a child. I understand I'm being too selfish in the sense that I care so much about my own life and want to do whatever I want to do that I don't want to. I'm I'm right. not doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I don't understand that either. I get it. I mean, because there are ways to not have kids. Um, you know, aka condoms, birth control, vasectomy, all and that stuff. You know, issue. making that Shouldn't choice. You just always have a kid over and over and over and over. I get, I, I don't know. If, if it's selfish to have kids, all you should do is just have kids. That's just another way of making people feel judged or bad for making a decision that they wouldn't have made. But, you know, whatever decision you have, whether it is to be a parent or not or be married or not, live your own life. Don't, you know, go across or, you know, live your life by somebody else's um, metric or roadmap. (laughs) You know, do you. Okay. Before we close out, I do want to ask. Uh huh. Do you ever think back on your life now that we are getting a little older? As I look back and say, maybe I should have done it differently. Maybe I should have by now have maybe try harder to have a kid or make a relationship that I possibly gave up on work. Do you think you are missing out by not being married or having a child? I do not because I still feel very young. My life is not over and I have a great life ahead of me, hopefully. You know, I'm not going to expire anytime soon. Mm. And just looking back, the mm-hmm. only thing I wouldn't change anything. I think. The, and when you were saying that, the only thing that came to yes. mind is I would have majored in pharmacy so I can make some more money. I would have been like a chemistry major mm. and I would have yes. changed my career path. But this, um, but as far as like relationship about relationships and kids, none personal. there's no nope, everything happens for a reason. There's nothing I would change. And mm. I and every. Yeah, that's my little cliche. Everything happens for a reason. Everything happens the way it's supposed to happen. My little mantra on my mirror in my bathroom mm-hmm. says my life is the way it is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And I'm mm-hmm. I'm honestly okay. very happy hippie with of that. Me. Very hippie of you. It's very Christy of me. Okay. Yes, yes. All right, what about you? The same question too. You're asking me. What, when you look back over your life. I asked questions around here. All right. To me, no, because I feel like I wouldn't have been ever. I told, I told you, it's, it's, it's a weird situation because I feel like. Well, I probably got a lot of love if I had a, ca- a kid and a lot of good moments. But it's not too go- late. Can you're, I finish? You're acting like you're 60 years old. I'm not. You, I'm asking. We talking about up to this point. Oh, okay. Okay. Go ahead. Rude? Go ahead. I'm not saying you, the rest of my life. I'm talking about up to this point. Okay. You got my blood pressure up again. Would I have a lot of good memories if I had children? 
Probably. I probably would have some fun times doing stuff with them. But I also probably wouldn't have to see a lot of stuff that I got to see. Travel the world like I've done. Mm-hmm. Had the amount of money that I have in my pocket right now. Stuff like that. So it's, it's, it's a weird balance. But I'm going to say, yeah, like you said, life is what it's supposed to be. We're going to do what we got to do. Anyway, we're going to get up out of here because I don't got nothing else to say. Do All you right. have any closing terms on marriage? Thoughts, uh, families, kids, anything you want to say? Nope. I already said it. Just, you know, follow the, your own roadmap to your life. Don't live it by somebody else's rule or measure or thought about it. Um, okay. And then if you do get, yeah, th- yeah, I'll just leave it there. All right. What about, that's it? For yeah, you? I'm good. So this episode has been produced by Christy, executive producer. Please find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts, or wherever you find great podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at the PLP Podcast or send us emails at the PLP Podcast at gmail.com. Once again, thank you, Purple Butterflies, for the new logo. Even though I thought my logo was very nice as well, and but I was bullied and shamed into replacing it. So thank you for your work. Christy, say goodbye. Signing off, guys. Thanks anyway, again this has been for the new Carlo. logo. I said thanks again for the new logo. You old. Come you being the face looking ass. Thank you. You old Hetty Murphy looking ass. You old Fred Sanford in the face. Lamont. Elizabeth from coming to join you. Head face looking ass. Yes, that is me. All of that. You old Whoopi Goldberg. Color purple ceiling. Sugar Avery is my lesbian lover looking ass. Keep going. You've been practicing. I'm getting out of here. Carlos D. And this is your girl, Christy. See ya! Thank you for being a friend.